Hey, I'm Dr. Kate Wong. And I'm Tierra Mitchell. And, and you are listening to, to the Holistic Hope Podcast. We invite you to join us and our village in conversations rooted in wellness and health so that we may grow a community of generational healing through love. In this episode, episode 19 of the Holistic Hope Podcast, our guest Jamila, business owner of the Realm Concept Market that offers natural products designed for people to feel good here, there, and everywhere, head to toe. We discuss her journey from where she first was diagnosed to where she became inspired to share the gifts she found purely from when things aligned in her favor. We started discussing things we noticed as symptoms of PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. While this diagnosis is often associated with irregular periods or no periods, high androgens on the blood test or symptoms of high androgens such as herotidism, hair growth in places that are usual for men, and possibly polycystic ovaries found on the ultrasound. Now just to note, PCOS cannot be diagnosed based on just ultrasound alone. If you need more information, consult with your own doctor or read more from one of my favorite authors, Lara Bryden author of the period repair manual for more information there's many reasons and causes to this imbalance and this is in no way to treat cure any disease discussed in this episode yet purely the body can tell us what's going on simply by it interacting with the environment whether it may be through food from digestion or outside from our skin For Jamila, it was a whirlwind of finding the solution that led her to the amazing life experience, awesome business creation, and great business partner who also used the diagnoses to find the beauty nature has gifted us while uplifting the spirits for holistic care. So hi, Jamila. Hello. Again, so much. Um, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Jamila Pipersberg, and I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Realm Concept Market. Um, we specialize in 100% clean beauty skincare and hair care products. Um, and we're trying to reach people who suffer from PCOS, eczema, or just really dry skin. You know, sometimes it's clinical. Sometimes it's things that you just can't fully explain and they're hormonal. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to create really great products to help support people that sometimes are oversold a host of things that might not actually help them fix their problems. Mm-hmm. I do want to ask um, how you came to start a company like that, because that's a big mission. Um, but before I do, I hear PCOS a lot, and I have no idea what it means. Do you mind telling us? So uh, I'll put it in as layman's terms as I can, make it pretty simple. Um, PCOS is uh, polycystic uh, syndrome, where you're experiencing a uh, cyst in your, uh, I want to say lady parts. I know this is going to sound corny. Um, in your over- <laughs> Thank you. On your ovaries. Um, and it can be really painful. Uh, you can experience all kinds of uh changes and challenges with your body sometimes the things people can experience are like excessive weight gain um you can have uh facial hair body hair in kind of strange places um you can experience different levels of uh, like mental stress and depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety so you can go through i would say like the host of i just don't feel well and it's not as easy to determine 
terminus, like what is wrong. A lot of women um, are actually uh, experiencing PCOS and walking around undiagnosed. So sometimes people say like, oh, she's kind of a bitch or, oh, you know, she's just, you know, complaining all the time. Maybe she's not complaining just because of the sake of it. There could be a host of things going on. Um, and uh, I think to, to your earlier point about trying to take on a really big mission, I experienced PCOS. It, it's not it's not something that's pleasant. Nobody wants to like experience that. Um, and I felt really alone in that space, right? I originally just thought like, I have really dry skin and that's it. Um, but then all the other little things started happening. My hair started thinning and shedding. Um, my skin became drier. I felt like I was getting weird, like uh, acne in certain parts of my body. Um, and I was experiencing hair growth in little like funny places. Um, and after going to my doctor and then seeking a second opinion, then I actually found out that I had PCOS and it wasn't an easy journey. I just felt really alone. And I felt like if I could do anything to build a community to make a person feel a little bit less alone in that space, I think that I would have done a decent thing in the world. And that's how I kind of got here. That's so beautiful. <laughs> How long ago was it that you got your diagnosis? Um, I got my diagnosis in 2017. Okay. Okay. About three years now. And that's when you started the company? No, I actually started the company in 2018. Um, between 2017 and 2018, I just kind of spent time trying to get a better understanding of what it was and how how to feel more like myself in my body. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 27, 2018, I ended up going to Morocco on a trip with one of my best friends. And I stumbled upon these really great products. And first I thought, you know, I'll bring them home. No big deal, you know, just testing it all out. And I started seeing really great changes in parts of my body, parts of my skin specifically, where I'd experienced a lot of dryness or acne. Um, and then I just kind of told myself, like, what if I just did it, you know? Uh, what if I just kind of went for it and started building this thing and then the thing took shape and then in uh, no November of 2018 we actually launched so we're coming up on our two-year um, and here we are. Oh, congratulations. I have a question. I do have a question for Mala. So I'm going to dig a little bit deeper before um, we talk about your Moroccan or Morocco trip in general and so um, a lot of times what I notice when I work with different women in regards to hormonal changes, hormonal diagnoses, PCOS, certain things like that, sometimes um, things kind of, there's certain kind of symptoms that kind of come about. I mean, I'm became actually, that come about. <laughs> and so if there's certain things um, that you notice prior to that, because um, of the whole thing about whole point of PCOS is a lot about hormonal issues because it's not like yeah. one thing. It's not like, oh, this one hormone right here all by itself is the mm -hmm. issue. But no, it's the whole slew, the whole aspect, the whole yeah. body. So I love how you found products that help with the symptoms. I'm sure those products are very plant-based. That certain things have basically help you in regards to, you know, because skin is one of the biggest organs in our bodies. And that helps absorb. And a lot of times people think, oh, I should eat this. I should eat that. But a lot of times they forget that the skin also needs that nourishment. So if you can kind of, yeah. kind of tell us a little bit of a story about before that diagnosis and what things you might have noticed. 
So for me, I think what I started to observe is that I, as I told you, I had pretty dry skin prior to. So I've all, I was always the person who was like making her own butters and ointments and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and when you're in that, let's say community, you know the things that work. And when they stop working, that's when it becomes kind of a flag, like, oh, something, something is changing. And it's not just the weather. It's not like, oh, we had a colder winter. And automatically, you know, like I, I knew what to like throw in, in the mix. Um, and then I started educating myself about like clean beauty and like plant-based beauty. As you said, our skin's our largest organ. A lot of the times we focus so much on what we're putting in our bodies and we don't realize that like our skin is eating and consuming all of the ointments and lotions and you know elixirs and whatever other cool names um, our, our marketing friends uh, can come up with and um, I then realized like okay what if I what if and making all of these concoctions or putting some of my concoctions on my skin I'm making matters worse for myself mm. you know what if um you know, not taking a little bit of time to read through some of these ingredients on um, some of these really wonderfully smelling whatevers. Um, I could be making things a little bit harder on my day to day. Um, and I started slowly kind of like an elimination diet, eliminating a lot of the um, chemically based products from my skincare. Um, and I started observing that my skin started clearing up. Um, as you know, one of the, as you said, like the, the concoction that becomes PCOS sometimes is acne and you get pretty painful acne and it's deep seated in the skin. So it doesn't just like pop up. You can feel it, it hurts. Um, and some of that acne started disappearing as I started eliminating some of those extra things. Of course, changing my diet, drinking a lot more water, you know, making sure that I'm getting enough uh, vitamins and minerals, but it's it's like an entire world of things that had to change um, and the skincare aspect was a choice that I made because if I wanted to feel my best I wanted to do all that I can to be at my best mm -hmm. so when your your um, prior to your diagnosis would you say the the regimen your skincare is basically like that like out of mind out of sight just do it <laughs> as long as it worked kind of thing <laughs> I think it was more like, does it smell good? Is it pretty? Does it look like, is the bottle very nice? Um, is it a brand that, you know, is maybe trending right now? Did I read it or see it in some, you know, blog post or hear from it from a friend? It wasn't as intentional as I need to also be aware of what's inside so mm -hmm. I can make a decision on putting it on. Um, but I, I think what I learned best and what I try to remind people, it's like, one, if you can't pronounce it, be a bit weary of it. Um, and, and two, um, a lot of the things that they put in, in our skincare don't have to be in there, right? Like beauty plus science does work. Beauty plus science, there is a thing called beauty scientists. So you can't have clean beauty products that yield the results that you want. Um, so I had to like de, de, demystify that myth and cast it aside and it actually worked out in the end. So are you saying you had to demystify the myth that you can have a scientific formula that's still like healthy, clean, and works? Um, to a certain degree, yeah. Because, okay, think about it. We're in 2020, and if you like open up your Instagram right now, you're going to get served like 50 ads for a lot of different skincare, hair care, self-care products that are now telling you that they're clean beauty. But 
20, let's flash back to 2017. That wasn't a thing that was like a mm-hmm. priority for a lot of brands to talk about. It was definitely like, not. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like, is this pretty? Does it look good? Is there a celebrity that's somehow attached to it? Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have clean beauty that like has all of those qualifiers. But back then it was like, are you buying that? Does that not have a scent? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you have to kind of, you have to one go past that stage and, and delve a little bit deeper and test it out and see what actually works. And then what I found was that it actually did work. Mm-hmm. It, it was funny, actually, in regards to all this concoction. I, I think it was maybe like two, three years ago. So I, I started the acknowledgement. I was like, okay, there's better beauty products. There's other things that's better. But what is there? So I was thinking, maybe I should make my own. And so I was doing this thing where I made... It was like four different things to make um, lotion, like with shea butter, all these different Ooh. things, try to blend it. And I, I made it first time. I was like, oh, I'll just bring some on the airplane in my luggage on check-in. And just, I was going from San Francisco to New York. For five and they hours. took it, didn't they? <laughs> no, they melted, like, like the whole thing. So you know how like, I, I didn't think of the concept that you need to... <laughs> have some kind of thickener I don't know what it is that you need um in order for it to stay where it's supposed to be yeah and so basically when I got my luggage it was like all liquidy just the form wasn't the prettiest thing ever <laughs> did you freeze it after you made it nope I just I just did it whipped it looked good packed it <laughs> that was it I was like look I made it myself and I was like surprise never mind <laughs> I do have um, questions. So there was a tip right there. If you're making your own shea butter products, freeze it afterwards. Yes, but, um, put it in the freezer. <laughs> I did want to ask, because I like how you said, you know, back in 2017, it really wasn't a thing to care about what we were putting on our bodies, in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you brought that up, because just the other day, I was thinking, like, when I was growing up, like, we ate whatever we wanted to eat. And if someone was going on a diet, you know, it meant that they were just cutting down carbs and calories pretty much, but they were still maybe eating whatever. And it did lead me to think about things where I was actually putting on a face mask when this conversation was going on in my head. <laughs> and so I want to kind of pick your brain about that. Um, how, so I guess this is my thing. It is very trendy now to take care of yourself. Yeah. And what concerns me about it personally is that it's a trend. It is yeah. a trend and we know trends come and go. So I like how you said when, you know, you kind of went from like basic care to more intermediate care to like advanced care. Cause you said like, yeah, I started making my own products, but then I started noticing when certain things weren't working and I knew it wasn't because like it's too hot or cold outside. Like this is a sign that something deeper is going on. So you really educated yourself and you started making like more your, that's when your regimen got even more advanced because then now it's like this education backed concoction yeah. you're making, you know? So how, for you, what was it like to get to a place to where I don't care about what Beyonce and them are doing, you know, I don't care what's trendy right now. I care about me being healthy. And like, cause I understand I've made home my I have two girls. The whole reason I cut my hair y'all is because it was down to my back curls. And you know how much hair that is for curls. 
and I mm-hmm. had, had curly hair too. And I was like, someone's head got to go because this is a lot. And I was making our products. <laughs> so you're telling me you had a third job or a third child that you had to take care child somebody's hair has to go and um and so yeah but I, I share that to say I understand how work intensive it is to create your own products so mm-hmm. I'm looking for something to share with the listeners on how you kind of get to a place where it's not about the trends it's not about just looking good it's really about being healthy and then you know you do get to enjoy the benefits of looking good from there but how did you get to that place y'all talk i'm listening i gotta go check on why this baby cry okay so i think that the easiest way to put that and this is going to sound cliche is identifying like your passion and your purpose Mm -hmm. um for me i wanted so at the same time that I was building Realm, I was also building my career. I was, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and becoming this like, you know, star salesperson, right? And I was doing well in my career, but from a health standpoint, I felt like crap, mm-hmm. right? So like you're killing it in the boardroom and, you know, personally, you're on this like never ending yo-yo and roller coaster. And I said to myself, I was like, you know, I wanted to build something that was, you know, special and unique, but I wanted, I wanted it to definitely, as I said, like create a space in a community where people felt welcome, where they felt comfortable, um, where like they felt, I don't know, nurtured in many mm-hmm. ways, right? Um, and... Again, 2017, 2018, that was not as a, a popular a thing to, to say or do. And I feel like even now, a lot of people, you know, we talk about self-care so openly, but how many people actively practice taking five to 10 minutes of their day to like just give themselves a beat, you know? Um, and as we were designing and creating products and, and thinking about like community and and thinking about like how we speak to people, how we reach people, um, it became imperative that what if what if our product became part of that self care? What if that ten minutes that you were taking to like moisturize your face with our oil before you put your makeup on, get the kids ready, get out the door, and become the professional you? Um, um, we we were that. Does that make any sense? You were you're creating, it doesn't make sense because I did this with my portraits. Um, I was a reporter for time before I started this company. And with my portraits, that's actually how Soul Signature was birthed, was it got to a place where I realized, like you said, we do all the things as women to kind of take care of the world, really. You know, mm-hmm. like our kids, our business, our house, our, our spouses, in my case, my spouse, your partner, whatever that situation looks like for you, our family. Yeah, we don't do a lot for us. And I was telling these women with my portrait work, like, you know, you're going to want these pictures of your babies. So I do maternity and newborn. You know, you're going to want these pictures and take it from me. You're going to regret it if you don't do the maternity down the line. So just go ahead and do the maternity. And the more I did this, you know, it's usually where women were like, you're right. I need to do it. And they book. Mm -hmm. The more I did this, the more I, I started to realize, dang, we put so much pressure on us to do the stuff for other people where do we take the time to do it for 
themselves. You know, it's a lot of pressure to be perfect. Yeah. And so you saying you want your oil to be part of that routine of just kind of acknowledging. And actually, this is a really fun time for me to share, like, my beauty routine. For real. Um, tell me, tell me. I always think it's weird because I have a very, I feel like a unique approach to my beauty routine. Okay. Um, I got picked on a lot as a child because I didn't care about getting dressy dressed. You know, so like while the girls in high school were <laughs> blouses and stuff, I was hoodie, the same hoodie at that, hoodie, messy bun, and some messed up tennis shoes. And my, but I had a beauty regimen and it's still the, to this day, I take time to wash my face and I wash my face with the soaps and the things that not only smell good and feel good, but I know the rest of the day, I don't have to worry about, does my skin feel dry? Is this gonna bug me? When I get out in the sun, is it gonna cause flakes and stuff like that? And then when I get home, I like to do a face mask. I've always been a big fan of face mask, but it's my time to look at myself in the mirror. And I kind of remind myself, girl, you don't need makeup to be beautiful. Like, yeah, you could put some on and you're going to be a bad, you know, but I don't need it to be that, you know? And so I I definitely understand what you mean by just taking those 10 minutes to kind of acknowledge you're beautiful how you are. You want to go do the extra things, you know, beat your face with some makeup, wash it up in the boardroom, <laughs> you know, yeah. boardroom, do you, you know, do that. But first honor the fact that you're good enough without any of that. You're perfect exactly the way you are. No matter what someone has told you, what you've led yourself to believe, you are absolutely perfect the way you are. Like you can, you know change a lot of things about yourself but what's the point because you're actually perfect it's okay you know that's to me the core of what we're trying to achieve or what we're trying to say like you don't have to do a lot of stuff to be comfortable in your skin and we're hopefully just adding to your routine compared to completely changing everything about it because there's nothing wrong if you want to put on all the makeup and get yourself dolled up from head to toe go for it girl because you're going to look beautiful regardless and even if if you don't you are still beautiful because at least you're honoring yourself like there's still there's a give and take it's but at the end of the day you're doing it for you and that's what really matters so i think this would be a good place to go back to the morocco story okay but what, and then what was it like even before you know like so I, I am curious to hear more about like what the journey was like before you got your diagnosis and then what that transition was like and then everything else after. Ooh, okay so let's see Ooh, let's go first like before my diagnosis and then we'll go to morocco because at least it will keep a nice like little timeline so uh, prior to my diagnosis, like I knew that I had a thyroid condition prior to. So mm-hmm. if you guys could imagine if you, anyone listening um, or if you guys are familiar, like when you have a thyroid condition and you know that something is up, it feels very similar to like PCOS because you know you can't sleep too well. You know you're eat, like you're, you're, the patterns of when you want to eat, your appetite are completely screwed up. Um, you're just physically feeling exhausted you can go through like a whole battery of of things that just don't feel right but you know when things don't feel right like your heart starts racing you can be sitting down and I'm like you know running a little marathon here um so I started having first like you know um like the heart racing feeling and difficulty sleeping 
Um, and I thought to myself, well, maybe it's nothing. But then I tried like, you know, melatonin. I tried working out closer to late at night. I tried all of the things to say, like try to quell or, or, or check off that, you know, it's something else because who wants to run to the doctor? Um, and then once I went to my doctor, okay, yes, your thyroid, uh, your thyroid is elevated and things are kind of, you know, spinning, but it's not outside of the norm per se. Um, and then I added to it when my doctor was like, yeah, have you heard of this thing called PCOS? And I was like, absolutely not. Of course not. Um, and he sat me down, he went through this whole thing. You know, my doctor was an older, um, I guess more seasoned doctor. He'd been practicing for like 40 years or something. And he kind of talked to me like he was my grandfather, which is kind of weird, but also very, very kind and, and nurturing in that moment. Cause it was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like first I'm usually, and this is, not a, a, a slight to male doctors versus female doctors. A lot of the times I prefer to have a female doctor, you know, just because I'm a woman and for whatever reason, I felt more comfortable kind of talking to your mom. But for whatever reason, I ended up going to this guy and like he sat me down and walked me through it and I was really thrown aback like, oh, 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 let's add to this cocktail of bullshit, you know, to deal with. <laughs> and I was like, wow, um, this, this is a lot you know, to, to like learn and educate myself on, but I kind of just took a step back. And I also realized as I was learning more about PCOS after that day, that it was actually a lot more common than what I knew. And a lot of women in my age group and even some of my friends had PCOS and a lot of people felt like they couldn't talk about it, you know? Um, and some of it is just the, the, the other side of PCOS is that a lot of women suffer from infertility, right? Um, and I know by the, by the second doctor, after my doctor retired, I went to another doctor and this person looked me very quick, you know, and very, very, uh, clearly and directly in my eyes and was like, well, you might never be able to have kids. So, and there was like no statement that followed. Right. So at that time I'm like 25 maybe or 26. You know, I have to be like 25. So you can imagine saying that to someone who's 25 and like, yeah, I was like a little baby, but not really, because it was a couple of years ago. You're starting to think like, hmm, am I going to yeah. start having kids, you know? Yeah, or like, at least I'm thinking like, oh, at some point, this yeah. is going to be a thing. And this person just said this to me, and I was like, oh, but that was not what my previous doctor had explained. So then I had to go and like educate myself on, um, on the other side of the hormonal issues. Um, so that was pretty daunting. And... I think honestly that there was a part of me that kind of broke that day but in a break you also learn to say okay will I remain broken and will I allow this you know single moment to dictate the rest of my life or am I going to figure out a way to make this work and get my body to a place where I feel better at least and you know use that as my baseline right mm -hmm. um and from there, I just kind of delved in and just started to, to guide myself to heal, you know, um, teach myself more tools and tips to heal. Um, and then after I at least got a better understanding of like diet, I started going to a dietitian because I was like, I'm not going back to this woman that's going to tell me I can never have kids. Like you barely looked at a few labs, like what the fuck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me, everyone. But like, you can imagine someone just saying this to you. Yeah. Um, 
So I went to a dietitian and my dietitian led me to uh, my, my current doctor who I think was much better suited for me completely, you know, discarded some of the nonsense that I previously had just been told um, and kind of got me on a path to understand like what you put in your body directly affects what will happen to you, at least hormonally. Um, and we can help you have a better understanding of like how to treat that. So I started going to my dietitian. Um, I started, you know, having more active conversations about like, you know, how to get some of like that anxiety that quells in along with it. Um, and around, let's say early or late 2017, my best friend was like, we need to go on a trip. He and I go on a trip every year around his birthday. Um, and he said, we have to go to Morocco. And I had never thought of going to Morocco. I knew that's where argan oil came from. Um, I knew that, um, I don't know, I'd seen a lot of movies and people talk about Morocco, but who actually gets to go and experience that? But as far as Morocco, so what happened in Morocco when you got to where, you know, with the products and stuff? What was that like? That's what I was going to ask. More like specifically, what exactly about what product or what ingredient that was like, whoo, like mind-blowing? If there was so, <laughs> so in Morocco, we were, were there, most of it was just like vacationing and exploring and we rode camels and did the whole, you know, experiential thing. Um, but for us, it was kind of, do you guys believe in like, I don't know, things being like ordained or ordered a certain way? We actually have a couple of episodes on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we were in Marrakesh, I was trying to buy pure argan oil. So we arrive in Morocco and we head directly to Marrakesh before we come back to Casablanca. So we spent like, let's say seven days in Marrakesh exploring and walking around and eating and having a great old time. And then the last three days of the trip, we head back to Casablanca. I'm in Marrakesh for like a week and I can't get pure argan oil. I, you know, it was just like one of those things. Where I'm like, if I'm going to go all the way to Morocco, I, I read on a, a, like a wellness and PCOS blog that, you know, pure argan oil was a really great thing, especially for people that were dealing with like hair thinning. Mm -hmm. And um, I also read uh, people saying like to the effect of like, don't buy the stuff that you'll find at a regular pharmacy store here in the U.S. because a lot of it has really small traces of argan oil or they're a blend, which can mean it's like 10% argan oil and 90% anything else um, that might be listed on the bottle, right? So I was so close to the real deal and I couldn't get a pure bottle of it. Flash forward to a few days later, I'm in Casablanca. We have what, two, two and a half days left to go. And I looked at my friend, I was like, look, we've come this far and I want argan oil. We've done all the things. I've ridden all the camels you want. I've like, I, we have done the stuff. Now you and I, <laughs> I'm very determined, by the way. You and I are going to walk until we find pure argan oil. So he, you know, says, okay, okay. And um, we were staying at a hotel that was across from a souk. And um, of course, you know, first you Google it because that's what we do in the United States. When I don't know where it is, I look it up. And Google said to me that I was like 700 feet away from like six argan oil stores. But for whatever reason, I don't know who works at Google that had walked that suit because the path was absolutely perfect. Like it told me turn here, turn there, go left, go right, go up, go down. And I landed at the store. 
So I'm in the store and we start talking to the young woman who works there. And she, I think, was pretty bored that day. So she was like, let's just sample all of our products. So they have a proper little setup and she's just letting me like sample things and try them on. And like they felt amazing and they also looked great and they were all natural. And I said to myself, mm, how can it be all natural? You know, there has to be some sort of a, a, a jig or a gig to this. And I start putting things on the counter. Like, I want this, I want that, I want the third, I want this. And I'm buying gifts for some of my family members and whatever. And then I end up with this pretty substantial bag of goodies. And um, everything was going well. A woman came in as we were there and she shopped and bought an item and left. So I'm next and she's ringing me up and all of my stuff and putting them in bags. It's like, everyone's so happy, right? So we get to the final step and I hand her my debit card and I'm trying to pay and the card won't read in their machine. Mm. So first I'm like, okay, this is awkward, you know, cause we have all this stuff bagged up and um, the girls tries again, she tries again. And then I'm concerned cause okay, I'm in a foreign country, my car, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, um, are you guys willing to come with me to another store? And I was first a little bit hesitant but a way of like, you know what? I'm like, I've come this far, right? So I'm not backing down because <laughs> I need these, I need these products. So then we start walking, walking, walking. And she takes us to another store that they own. And she ends up explaining that they actually own all of the stores that I had found on Google. Uh. Yeah. So um, it looks like they have started with one, you know, small uh, uh, storefront in the souk, but then the demand had grown and they owned like eight of them. <laughs> realistically just in that area and we get to the space and somehow um, I was telling her like oh if I want more as we're walking I said if I want more products like what do I do she's like oh just call you should you know call uh, the guy who owns the business because he comes to the states often and you know he's gonna love speaking to you because I had told her you know I have PCOS and I'm trying to find the like the right stuff that'll help with you know a lot of hydration so funny enough, we get to the store and who's there but the guy who owns the business. Mm. Now, this is where it gets even cuter. The guy was actually supposed to be in Chicago the same day. Exactly. And he was like, yeah, like we ended up, first of all, as she, she's checking us out, he and I start speaking and my friend and he and start having a conversation. And then we realized like an hour had gone by, right? I'd already checked out. I had all my stuff. And an hour had gone by and we were talking and this guy explained to me that he had actually suffered from pretty severe diabetes and he started, you know, changing his lifestyle and diet and what was, he was putting on his skin, which led him to start the business that he currently owns. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the conversation, I don't know if I went into my saleswoman mode or he and I were just like really taken with each other. But by the end of it, he was like, we should be partners. Tomorrow, I'm going to go out to my lab. If you guys want to come see the lab, I'll pick you up or I'll send my driver, he'll pick you up and we'll have a full walkthrough of, of, of the factory. And I said to myself, oh, I'm really going to get taken, guys. <laughs> like, you know, but at the same time, you kind of have to gauge how sincere people are. And I was looking at the result from someone who had taken a pretty bad situation and pretty bad health um, challenge and made it into something so much better. Um, so I convinced my friend the next day that we had to go. Now, he has a lot of anxiety. Please don't kill me for saying this on, on uh, a platform, but he has pretty severe anxiety. He was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what are we gonna do? <laughs> we ended up going to the lab. <laughs> 
we ended up going to the lab um, and we walked through the, the whole thing. We looked at documentation. We looked at, at, at all the things that you would say need to say to qualify this to be as real as, uh, of a deal as possible. Um, and what ended up really selling me on the final point was that his beauty scientist um, was a woman. And she was very adamant about getting things right because she didn't want more people to experience or suffer any issues based on the products that they'd be putting on their skin that they were creating. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that was a moment where it really clicked. And then I told myself, oh, I think I can do this. And then I kind of sat on that flight home the next day. It was like seven hours back. And I said, I can really do this. I can really commit to this. I can really build something off of this and hopefully create something that's um, maybe as powerful as what I had lived and experienced. And flash forward to now, and here we are. Ta-da! <laughs> I love how, well, just in general, in any kind of thing for me, for my little experiment that I did um, back in the day with my different yeah. concoctions, I think <laughs> I was trying to find pure, pure things as well. But then online, mm -hmm. You can't tell what is pure. So I think I, I went through so many different websites and then I went through Amazon to find the, the best um, reviews for each of the oils, hoping it is. Now mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if it even is a good oil <laughs> that I bought. And so that's so important because a lot of times um, the moms I work with, you know, they have kids who have special needs, who have sensory processing issues, things where the kids can't really tell you what's going on and they're so sensitive. Yeah. It's not only, you know, the hormonal issue, when you're stressed, that itself is an indirect aspect of hormones kind of going haywire. And so yeah. if you're putting it on certain products are deemed as, you know, um, qualify for some people, but how do you know exactly? Right. And that's yeah. important. So it, it's super important to just be as mindful as you can about reading first the label on any product or going through the website. Now, like a lot of indie brands, um, they might not have like all the documentation per se, but you can also email them and ask them like, Hey, how do you qualify X or how do you, you know, how, what's the process that you are making Y and you'd be surprised some of them will get back to you. Um, I think too, a lot of the times now we have so many of those little labels that say like, you know, certified clean, certified this, certified that, um, that sometimes that's what helps us make a decision, but you should still turn it around and try to see what the, the ingredients are. Um, I think that's like the, the easiest and the best way to go about it. Um, for me, I, I ask them for like documentation from like their local governments and universities to help me better understand and qualify like mm -hmm. how and what the process that uh, everything is produced from the seedling all the way to the finished product. Mm -hmm. um, I needed to feel as comfortable. I need to feel as comfortable as possible. If a company's unwilling to share any of that with you, that should be a red flag. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what are some benefits of pure argan oil? Uh, pure argan oil is unique in that it's like 98% vitamin C and it can be used from your head to your toe. Um, argan to your toes. Uh, 
<laughs> argan oil actually penetrates uh, your pores. So it moisturizes you from within. So think about it like this, like, especially when we're talking about like elixirs and all of these things that we concoct, a lot of those things you just layer over your skin and you end up feeling hydrated because it's just like a layer over you know, your, your epidermis. While argan oil penetrates into the pore and moisturizes you from within um, without it being harmful, just because it's a very light oil. Um, it doesn't carry like a lot of scent unless you blend it in with some sort of, uh, or essential oil for, you know, safety and then enjoyment. Um, and it can help you from like re regrowing hair. I know for certain areas where, um, depending if you have like a little bit of tension alopecia or you might have just like thinning in certain areas, you can use argan oil to help, you know, add more moisture into those areas and help those follicles open back up so you can start regrowing hair. Um, it can also help with really dry skin or areas where you might have like psoriasis patches or just dry patches, um, helps just soften those areas and, and get them to get the cells to like breathe again and be healthy again. Um, what else can argan oil do? A host of things, you know, like a little, uh, even simple things like moisturizing your cuticles. I know some people might suffer have like pretty hard cuticles. It's another way to moisturize. Um, I just think it's an ultra hydrating uh, light oil. Um, and I think it can be used as a carrier oil, especially for people who like blending their own stuff. Argan oil is like your perfect uh, combo, mm -hmm. combination or partner. So I was thinking this would be a great part to go into the ailments people may be experiencing. I don't think we even need to just talk about PCOS. Um, I liked how you mentioned just in general, we have, we sh should be very mindful of what we're putting on our skin just as what we put into our bodies. Because and you guys saying it today that our, or our skin is one of our largest organs. I never acknowledged my skin as an organ until today. Serious. But, and it makes so much sense. So, um, <laughs> especially of the California fires and air and everything, it's, Sometimes, like, the air itself, even though there's no fires, there's still stuff happening in there. Yeah. And it, yeah. it clogs up pores or we can't get through that oxygen. Like, you were mentioning yeah. the skin, the skilliness, all these different things. You're just your body trying to protect you. That something's going on right there. So I'm going to dry it out so it doesn't keep on doing what it's doing. But then if you, you know, replenish, supplement it in a certain way, then it opens it back up to where it's able to breathe and live and yeah, go ahead, Tiara. You're about to say. No, I didn't. I was just going to say I didn't know that at all. The body's amazing, even though it seems like it's yes. a horrible, horrible thing that's happening. Because I, when I was a little kid, oh my gosh, I was stressed out because of all the stress, like mental stress that happened when I was little. But I had the worst gut issues because I was stressed. I had, yeah. it was so gross. Okay, here, here is the grody part. <laughs> so <laughs> I was maybe um, coming from Hong Kong and I was, you know, switching transitions to US. And so I, I was stressed. I had, um, what is it? I have cold sores that popped out out of nowhere. I thought I had, uh, I was itching. I have certain like, crevices around um, the, the elbows and all those different things. And my head, my scalp was somehow so itchy to where I would start picking, <laughs> so gross, picking like the scalp of it. I was maybe like 11 or 12, but you wouldn't really see it because, you know, I was thinking it's on top of my head. It's, you know, it, you can't see it, but my mom would see it. And she's like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. But your, your body is like reacting to so many different yeah. things. 
that you don't, you just out of sight, out of mind. So you just do the regular thing, what you see on TV, what you see other people doing, and you're like, okay, this is good, right? It's not until you actually take care of yourself, meaning that you start eating more different foods, like realizing what the root of that stress is, all these different things on top of products that actually help you versus taking away from yourself. And so it's so important to get this purity of that product. My biggest takeaway is the importance of the purity. And like, I really admire the lengths you went through to ensure your products have it. And then the message that's tied behind that, you know, yeah, thank you. you. You got tired of looking for the products. I come this far. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that in their wellness journey, you know, like, um, Oftentimes, people get into their wellness regimen because of more vanity reasons, you know, um, like working out is an example. They start working out because they wanted to be cute in the swimming suit. And then they started realizing, oh, well, because I'm working out, I'm eating better and drinking more water because I want the results to last. But now my skin looks better. Now I feel better. Now I'm less stressed out. And ha ha ha, look at my body, you know, (laughs) I really appreciate you coming on. And I know for me, you really opened my eyes to paying attention to the details. We do talk about that often being able to recognize different signs that I never even would have thought about it as terms as, okay, I'm putting this on my skin and it worked yesterday. Why isn't it working today? Mm -hmm. And that being a sign of something deeper is going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being on. Um, and I thank you guys for listening to my spiel and uh, my very long-winded story of how I got there. But um, at the end of the day, like I, I feel so much better now. Um, and I think there is power in knowing that as we're growing as a brand and we're growing as a business, we are positively impacting people's lives. You know, I've had a lot of women say to me, like, I've never had anything like this. It's pure luxury. I feel, you know, celebrated when I put it on. Um, And I think that captures everything that I was trying to achieve. And it makes me feel really, really great. So I hope if anyone's interested in checking us out, um, you know, please do so and and leave reviews. Let me know what you think. The more I know, the better the products can be. So if you can give three tips right now, easy ways people can implement things you've learned in your journey in their life, what would they be? Um, number one, check in with yourself, you know, once a day, it just takes a few seconds. How are you feeling? Um, number two, be uh, a bit more mindful about the things you're putting on your body just for your own sake, you know, turn that label over again. It takes a few seconds. If you are looking at it and you can't understand anything that what's going on, um, maybe consider trying out another product maybe something with a uh, more plant based uh, uh, solutions and options. Um, and number three, take a moment to celebrate yourself every day. Please, 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 please. I like that a lot. Well, thank you. That's all I have for you, my dear. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad that I was able to join you two today.